Wow, this might actually be the shortest show we've done ever. Possibly. Yeah, because I usually watch a shit ton of stuff, and not this week. Yeah. Well, and I was really busy because I started getting my voice back. Ha-ha! Hey, Listen hey. to me. Listen to that. Hey, hey. But, um, yeah, that means I didn't watch shit either. But, all right, let's give it a go. <laughs> Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you go to thewatchlistpod.com because you can make up your own watchlist of stuff. Uh, Hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. You can engage with us on social media at symbol Pirate Alice. That's her. At symbol Bill Ivory Larson. Or us both at The Watchlist. The Watchlist Pod? That's our handle, right? At The Watchlist Pod. I say this every fucking week. Oh my god! I made Brain it fever simple remnants. and intuitive for everybody. The watch I know, pod. I know you did, except for your co-host. And then, if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would appreciate that. And if there's any other podcasting platform that allows reviews, please do so. Because yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, pretty please with sugar on top. Oh man! Ooh-wee. So I feel better, but I'm I'm still having lung stuff. Same. So I, at least I have my voice back That's for the great. most part. Yeah. For the most part. And I do have to say, last night was quite fun. There was a whole group of us, and this is actually movie-related. Okay. So uh, we all went out for movie trivia last night. Oh, fun. And it was rom-com movie trivia. Oh, Okay. And we were all, like, texting back and forth, we're going to do shit. This is awful. What a shitty category. We're all just going to come and hang out together, right? So we chose the name Not the Bottom. The double entendre um, (laughs) actually planned. However, Mm -hmm. uh, we did that just because our goal was to not come in last. Yes. Third or nothing. That's the Hufflepuff um, refrain. Third or nothing, because, you know, they don't want to be last. Where's that from? Hufflepuff. Harry Potter. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, because the oh, four houses, right. they don't want to be last place all the time, so their their aim is third or nothing in the house. Got it. Okay. That's a great team name. <laughs> I, will keep that, I will keep that in mind. Yeah. But out of 19 teams, we came in sixth. Wow, you did which way was better than you thought. Good. You were definitely we did not way the bottom. better than we thought. You were like top so, ten. So here is here is to our crew, and and I'll tell you what, even peripheral knowledge of movies helped us out. Excellent, excellent. So yay! Good job, team. Good job, team. Today is going to be short. Very short. I've got one and a half things today. I have two things today. So you go. Okay, I will start. The first thing I have, now you know I'm I'm not really that into reality shows. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a reality competition series that now has two seasons. You can watch all of season one on P- Peacock right now. It's called okay. The Traitors. 
So Alan Cumming, the actor, he invites 20 contestants, in season one that is, to his Scottish castle where they compete in challenges to build this pot of winnings. Whoever survives until the end gets to split the pot so there could be more than one winner. But, but, there are three traitors in the midst. If one of them survives to the end and there are other survivors... The traitor will get the entire pot for themselves. Wow. This is very similar to the party games uh, Mafia and Werewolf, if you've heard of those. Or if you're more into the video game Among Us, it's like that. So the traitors are assigned by Alan Cumming. And they are, every night they come together to unanimously choose one of the faithful to, air quote, Murder. 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 Each day, they do their different challenges to build the pot, everybody together, and they all need to work together to build the pot, even the traders. And at night, they'll come together at what they call the round table, where they discuss who they think the traders are, and then they vote to banish who they believe the trader is from the house. That okay. banished person will stand in what they call the circle of truth to announce whether they are a faithful or a traitor. Yeah. The cast of this is made up of a variety of reality show people and like famousy people. They come from shows like Survivor, The Bachelor, Real Housewives, Big Brother, Below Decks. And then there are some regular people, like regular everyday people in this whole thing. And they all work talk to each other there's like a lot of scheming there the traders are trying to figure out like they find somebody that everybody has latched on to that they hate that they believe is for sure the traitor so they keep focusing on that person and not murdering them because they're a good like distraction from these guys doing their thing the traders start to fight amongst themselves like one of them's doing too much to bring too much suspicion on them and they vote one of them guys off. It is just like, if you're into that kind of thing, it's sort of like the mole, but not. Because people weren't, yeah, it's kind of like the mole, but not. There's not the open discussion or the voting where everybody, like, you see that people are voting for you. And, of course, some of these people, the reality show people, are like, yeah, whatever. You could vote for me as a traitor. I am so not the traitor. Fine. Yeah, you're, you just stay away from my face. I hate you. And that kind of drama going on. But this is a very interesting show. There are other versions in other countries. This is based on those other country versions. I believe the first one was a Dutch series. And there's also a British version, Australian, Canadian. Um, They're all over the place. And this is all on Peacock, The Traitors. Alan Cumming is amazing to watch. I love him totally. He is so good as the host of this. So good. And yeah, that's my reality show thing. Um, if you're into reality shows, you like, re- and you like reality competition shows, by all means, give this one a try. Okay, but don't get Peacock just to watch this, because no, not not yeah. worth just getting Peacock just for this. But it it was yeah. a fun distraction, a little bit of background noise. I didn't I didn't mind it, which is big big hailing praise for a reality competition show from me. Yeah, that's good. Hey, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I'm actually looking at, at people's reviews now for the show that I watched. Okay. 
And I can't remember if I reviewed this or not because, again, brain fever. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You have not reviewed this. Okay, good. It actually stars, hang on one second here, Donald Glover and uh, Maya Erskine. And it is a, a series remake of the movie that starred Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, a.k.a. the movie that broke up Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. This is on Amazon Prime. And it's a, it's a series about a couple who work for a mysterious agency, but they don't start off as a couple. They are brought in to become a couple so that they can carry out missions as a couple because the being a couple is their cover. So every episode deals with an assignment they that they have to complete for the company. Okay. And without giving too much away, so I I Again, I've got to stop picking shows for Laura to watch because whenever I pick them, they turn out to be duds. So we're watching this, and I'm kind of going along with the flow. And she's like, nah, I'm not into this, hmm. but I'll give it another couple of episodes because you're in it. And I'm like, all right. Well, it gets to a point that it starts being a little mean. Oh, okay. Which is a huge red flag for her. So she's like, okay, I'm out. There are eight episodes of this show, and by the end of episode five, I'm out. Oh, wow. I read the the synopsis of what happens next, and, and I just realized why I don't like this show. I don't like how mean it is. Who are they mean to? Like each other or each other, okay. but but more so her mean to him. Hmm. Okay. So Maya Erskine, you find out, did not make the CIA because she's too much of a sociopath. Oh, well, that's a good reason to not be in the and CIA. And that's a good reason to. Yeah. Okay. But they supposedly really fall in love during the you know during their time together, and then stuff starts to happen that completely breaks down their relationship, and she's being groomed by the company to do so much more. And then it comes down to: Do you want to replace your? They they call them John and Jane. Do you want to replace your John? And by replacing your John, you have to kill your John to... What kind of company is this? Well, you... you, you, Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But the levels of stuff that they do for missions depends on really high risk, high risk, and then very low... And low risk, and then very low risk. Mm-hmm. And the company recognizes that because she's a sociopath, she's got very high-risk qualities that are great. And it starts to break the couple apart. And then they have the episode where it's very much like the movie. Okay. Where they're trying to kill each other at home. I see. Okay. I, a lot of people like this show. I, I just could not. Oh. And I don't like to watch a mean-spirited show. 
even the movie didn't feel all of that and maybe because I I I have seen so many movies that I knew they were eventually going to come back together. Okay. It just didn't seem so mean. This is just in the end there are many other things to watch. And I just don't want to see a couple get together and then ha- and then fight and then break apart. And that to me just seemed, and I know I'm not explaining this right, people, so I apologize about that. I just don't want to see that. But it's got like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and over a six point something. Wow. So people like it. Yeah, people like it. So if you have Amazon Prime and you want to check out the TV version of the movie, go right ahead. I do not like it. I prefer the movie. I thought the movie had a lot more humor to it. And maybe that's what the difference is. Maybe there was so much more humor in the movie that it got me past the moments of tension between the couple. Hmm. Not to mention the fact that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are far fucking sexier than uh, (laughs) Maya Erskine and, and Donald Glover, which helps. So... Anyway, so that's my review of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Meh. Well, that's sad because Donald Glover is really quite funny when he's trying to be. He is stupid talented. I mean, yes, yes, he is. Stupid talented. So I I don't know. Oh, that's sad. uh, Yeah, sorry. My next and last thing is a. Korean drama that I found on Hulu. It's called Tell Me That You Love Me. And this starts out where we see a man and a woman individually traveling to Jeju Island in South Korea. It's a split screen as they arrive. They're doing similar but different things. You know, traveling from the airport, driving their car, yada yada. She's an aspiring actress and is there for a film shoot. And before shooting begins, she's standing on the beach and her scarf blows off and lands at the feet of the man. He walks over, hands it back to her wordlessly. They part ways. Nobody thinks anything of it. Later on, she's sitting at a cafe, uh, the rooftop terrace there, and she sees him across the, the way. And by watching his interactions with the waitress, she realizes that he's deaf. Mm. A fire breaks out in the kitchen. The whole place needs to be evacuated. As she's running out, she realizes that he was sitting with his back to the whole place, looking out onto the water, and he couldn't hear the fire alarms and people shouting to get out. So she turns around, goes back to save him. And then they end up at the hospital, and they both get to leave at the same time because, you know, smoke inhalation, yada, yada. And it's really late at night, and they're looking for somewhere to eat, but everything is shut down. So he takes, invites her over to his camping spot where they enjoy a meal and they struggle to have a conversation with each other because she doesn't know sign language. He reads lips, but she talks really fast sometimes and doesn't really look at him all the time. She's still, you know, she's not even thinking about it. And then, you know, they part ways, don't think much of it. But three months later, they have been thinking about each other and wondering how the other one's doing. She especially has been thinking of him. And they bump into each other on the streets of Seoul. The whole time during that three months, she was actually teaching herself some sign language. 
in the hopes hmm. that she'd run into him again. And he is just so enamored by that because usually he's trying to enter the hearing world and communicate through ways the hearing people want. He has to he has to conform to the hearing world and communicate that way. But she has reached out to him by learning his language and he was just like caught up in that. And the actor who plays um, the man, uh, his name is Jung Woo Sun, he plays the character who's a deaf artist and this guy, this actor is masterful with his facial expressions. You can Mm. see how focused he is on her and like really kind of into her like I can't believe this person is really trying to communicate with me in ways that I can understand easily and you can also see that through just through his face that he's also trying to put up a wall and block her out because he knows that trying to be together with someone who can hear um is just he feels that he'll he'll be a burden to her because she's got to be his ears all the time without even trying to talk to her about like if she's even interested and even wants to try and do that so this guy is a masterful actor just with his facial expressions and while he's like totally into her and focused on her like it's like damn I wish people looked at me that way because wow that is like just wow and the actress Shin Hyun Bin she the character is a flight attendant who wants to become an actress. Uh, she had quit her job so to go into acting, and that actress, the real actress, she really like physically shows us the dejection that the character feels when she's turned down for auditions and stuff. And then we totally see like her excitement when she sees him, and. Like it, it's it's not even with words. This show is so quiet, and it's so charming, and it is so subtle in everything it does. This is like, I am in love with this show. I haven't finished it yet. There's 16 total episodes. I'm kind of in the middle right now, but everybody should really check this out, regardless of what in any language. This is like a relationship that you really can understand, and and but it's also like. It's helping you, like, understand other people and their differences and how even though you could be speaking different languages completely, you could still communicate and relate to each other on an emotional level without totally understanding what the other person's saying. It's called Tell Me That You Love Me. It's on Hulu. It is absolutely worth watching, and I highly recommend that you give it a try. Cool. Um, The last thing that I have is actually a a combined review of three cooking things. Oh. Now, the first one is we caught episode one of season two of High on the Hog, How African-American Cuisine Transformed America. And I will tell you this... it continues to be an amazing look at how African-American cuisine is so important, uh, not only to the food scene, but also to history. So if you are not watching High on the Hog, I suggest you highly watch that. It is on Netflix, and it's got two seasons. 
So we just started season two and it is amazing and moving and you can almost smell the food that they are cooking. It is, oh my God, you learn a lot about history and food all at the same time. I cannot speak enough about this show. I remember watching season one. So yes, I agree. It's, I didn't know there was a season two, so I'm excited now. But that got us thinking, all right, so maybe we're not looking in the right places for stuff to watch. And Laura said, well, there's this cooking competition show that features one of our favorite chefs from Top Chef. Let's go looking for it. And it was supposedly on Max. And so inadvertently, we tried out two cooking shows. One was called Alex versus America, and the other one was called Out Chefed. Boy, were they dull. And there's a reason why they're streaming on Max and not on broadcast TV. And OutShaft is, is where they take a regular person, put them up against an accomplished chef, whether they are accomplished on a cooking show like Iron Chef or they have beat Bobby Flay or some shit like that. And then the judges are a panel of six regular people plucked from the streets to go and judge this. Well, as Laura pointed out, boy, they're really nicely dressed for being just plucked off the street. So it seemed a little scripted. And to win, the regular person out of six votes only has to get one to win. The accomplished chef needs a unanimous decision to win because obviously they don't they you know don't have the same cooking backgrounds all of that so they try to even the playing field so if normal chef gets one vote they basically win Hmm. but at no point in that show did you ever think that that dude wasn't going to win yeah i mean it's not hard to get one person to like your food really it just seemed so scripted and blah, uh. and bleh. I just, no, those other two. Spend all of your time watching something like High on the Hog, or hell, even Top Chef. There's a reason why Top Chef is still the best of that genre. Or the Great British Baking Show. Or British Baking Show. Hell, even Chopped. What was Alex versus America about? Because you didn't really get into that one too much. Alex versus America. Okay, so Alex versus America is a very similar show that actually featured like the same chef from episode one, who was going against the original guy. So the same chef from episode one of what? Episode one of Out Chefed. Oh, so Alex versus America is kind of a spinoff of Out Chefed. No, not so a spinoff. Speak? It's actually. A separate show. But I mean, like it had somebody from Out Chef on it, is what I'm getting at. So the chef on Alex versus America, Uh all of these chefs kind of appear on different shows. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. So so that chef also just happened to be the chef on Out Chef that particular week. Gotcha. Now I'm following. So... It says here for Alex versus America, hosted by acclaimed chef Eric Ajapong, 15 brave and talented chefs attempt to take down Iron Chef Alex Gomeshelli 
one of the most feared and accomplished competition cooks in America. So they're all going up against her. And that that same chef was the one that the normal Joe was trying to beat on Out Chef. I see. Because they're on Mac, so they could share chefs. Right. <laughs> now, Alex versus America is also a Max original. Okay. So I'm assuming it's the same kind of synergy. Like, okay, Alex is doing this particular show. Let's get her to guest over on this other show. I see. Gotcha. They're just not great shows. They seem, like I said, very scripted and kind of cheap and whatever. Blah, 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 they're, blah. They're, they're really not worth your time. Anyway, like I, although it, they, they're getting a high IMDb score, but I mm-hmm. think this is just from people who like that kind of stuff and that's what they watch and they're getting their fill of it, whatever. No pun intended. <laughs> I would rather just watch High on the Hog all day and get really, really hungry and want to go home to Chicago and find the restaurant that they mention in one of the later episodes of season one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, so that's my other review. All right. Yeah. My little bit of news, I saw an uh, article today in the New York Times about uh-huh. Zelda Williams, the daughter of Robin Williams. She is about to make her directorial debut in a movie called Lisa Frankenstein that was written by Diablo Cody. You okay. Who wrote uh, Juno. And yep. it's like a comedy horror type movie taking place in the 80s about a girl who creates her own creature guy. And okay. the trailer looks really funny. So it was interesting to read it and to see what she's doing. I... Hadn't even thought of what she's doing, and she's going to be a director now. Cool. Uh, it comes out in March sometime, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Lisa Frankenstein, wherever that's going to be nice. playing. Nice. Yeah. And I guess I just have one thing I want to mention. Uh-huh. The football season's over. Wah, wah. I know. But that means baseball is upon us. Yeah, we're heading into spring. Where yesterday it was 50 degrees here, and now there's snow on the ground. Is there really? And the same day it was 50 degrees, and then it got cold enough to snow in the evening. What the hell is going on? Wow. Well, yeah. we're we're in a cold snap now, and it's supposed to be 65 by Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, we're going to have the same up and down 30s to 60s. I think there's a day that they say it's going to be uh, Tuesday. It'll be 69 degrees here. And by next week, Monday, not this coming up Monday, but they're not like today, Monday, but next week, Monday, they're forecasting 70 70 degree weather. Wow. This is nuts. It's crazy. I only meant to say it is I've got I've got to get over this funk about the Eagles and the football season. So baseball season is upon us. And I actually watched. The first game of this season, it wasn't even ours. It was it was against, I think it was the Dodgers versus the Padres or something like that. Okay. But preseason is on us and baseball. So if you're looking forward to that, check your local listings because you will now find baseball. Woo. Sports. Go sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm into sports. So yay, sports. Come on. Let's go, Phils. All right. All right. 
All right, that's it. Look at this, people. A short show. I'm yeah. sure Patty's going to hack the crap out of it, so that's good. <laughs> we recorded this in 32 minutes. We're going to get you out in a tight seven. So, there, <laughs> all right. Possibly. No. <laughs> anyway, log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. <sighs> Do you have a favorite cooking show? I would love to know that. Do you watch cooking shows? I do. I used to be so into Food Network. I oh was God. so into Food Network back in the day. Yeah. So into it. And I haven't watched any of it lately. Yeah. Anyway. It's been a long time. So, and and have you watched any of the shows that we have reviewed today? And if so, drop us a review. Log on to thewatchlist.com, click on the contact us button, let you know let us know what you think of those shows, or hit us up on socials at Pirate Alice, at Bill Ivory Larson, at the Watchlist Pod, and let us know if you've seen what we reviewed today and if you agree with us or not. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button and give us five star reviews. We would love it. And I'm gonna correct the website address of thewatchlistpod.com. You missed the pod yes. part on the website address. Oh, I did. The watchlistpod.com. Yeah. There right. we go. Yeah. Brain fever, man. That's okay. All right. Yeah, I had so much work to do. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I am just, I didn't watch a whole lot of anything. So this week, I'm in a work hole. So definitely going to be watching some stuff. Yeah. I, I already like picked out stuff. something. And, and like, Laura, you want to watch this? No. So there's at least one thing I'll be reviewing this coming week. <laughs> nice. All right, Excellent. people. You you guys take care. Have an awesome week, and we will catch you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.